What's good? What's good? Hey, welcome back. We got a great episode for you today. We're going to be going through the latest for our league, the Fellowship of the Fantasy Ring. And of course, we're going to be giving you trade targets, people that you should be trading for and trading away. And we're also going to be going through Thursday night football matchups. It's going to be a good one. Let's get straight to it. Welcome to the Fantasyland Football Podcast. Here we are. Here we are. Officially heading into week two of the NFL season. It is Wednesday, 16th of September. It's Wednesday, my dudes. <laughs> do you know Do you know that vine, Badaki, by the way? Um, no, I've, I've definitely heard it before, but it sounds funny. It's the uh, it's the kid who's got he's not a kid he's a grown man, he wear he's wearing a Spider Man costume and he's got goggles on. I don't know why it became viral, but he's just he's like, hey, it's Wednesday, my dudes. Uh, anyway, anyways, I don't know why we're talking about that. <laughs> but Ducky, how you doing, bro? I'm good, brother. Um, it's good to just be in the swing of things, you know. Just yeah. week one's in the books. We have some some information, some data. Some Ooh. things that we can move forward into for the rest of the season. I'm pumped. Yeah. Me too. We are fresh off of the Monday Night Football doubleheader. Uh, you know, obviously it's a couple of days later, but that Titans Broncos game, I just want to say um, that was one of the weirdest games I think I've watched <laughs> for the season yet. Yeah. It, it was great. <laughs> Look, I, I, I loved Drew Luck. Drew Locke. Yeah, lock um, it down. I think he's great, and I. I th- oh, only, he looked good. The only thing I can remember is him doing the little Buzz Lightyear thing. He was going around. There's like a little promo <laughs> of him like doing the Buzz Lightyear thing, uh, okay, and I think right. it, I think it was just so cool. I don't know why. Yeah, Jerry Judy looked nice. Um, dropped a lot of open passes. Actually, just two, but that's a lot. Um, but obviously, first game jitters. But he looked nice. His route running. Oh my goodness! Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's scary. The cleanest. It's scary. The nicest feet. Maybe he make Chad o- Chad Ocho cry as well. Hey, you never know. Good. <laughs> um, but man, what a weird game we had. What was it four missed field goals from uh, the Titans kicker? Um, obviously, Goskowski, Hall of Fame kicker, coming back off an injury. But that was the the very last seconds when it was you know like a fifteen yard field goal. And they had to make it to win, and it was Goskowski. I'm never sweating if I'm watching, but I was sweating. <laughs> yeah, like is is this guy gonna miss a fifth field goal? Like the easiest field goal? It was goal? crazy. The memes that were coming up, there was talking oh about gosh. like Belichick knew something, and that's why he got dropped. It was so, it was hilarious, hilarious. Yeah, obviously he made it, um, and I guess redeemed himself. Anyway, thanks for joining us today on the Fantasyland Football Podcast. We are excited to give you some great content. Um, hey, follow us on Instagram if you like at Fantasyland Football or on Twitter at Fantasyland underscore FB. Um, there's two ways to take in the podcast. You can watch it on YouTube. If you do, subscribe and hit the bell for notifications. Or you can listen to it on pretty much any podcast platform you like Spotify, Apple Podcasts. If you do listen on Apple Podcasts, would be super helpful if you dropped us a review. Um, by the way, we are doing another giveaway. Wow. Another one. Two. Another one. Number two. <laughs> uh, this time, we're back and we're better. Oh my gosh. I have to say that every podcast, I feel. <laughs> uh, Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill signed jersey. We are giving it away. It's from Pristine Auction. Um, go to our Instagram to see how to enter. There's a bunch of bonus entries that you can do this time. Lots of ways to, I guess, up your chances. But yeah. we're we're pretty hyped to give this away to someone. Yeah, we're excited. Look, um, we just want to give free stuff away. And why not Super Bowl champion Tyreek Hill, the cheater, the fastest Ooh. man in the NFL, some would say. Sheesh. I mean, yeah. I'm pumped. I'm pumped for all those Chiefs fans out there. It looks clean. It's a clean jersey. Yeah. Um. Yeah, like like Zach said, check out the Instagram page for all how to enter with yeah. the bonus entries. Okay, on to need to know news. This is the news that you need to know that's happening in the league right now. 
big, big topic today. Michael Thomas. Mm. Uh, it was reported that he had a high ankle sprain, but he was going to be okay, probably would play this week. Um, that's not going to happen, is it? No, it's not going to happen, Michael Thomas. It sucks, you know? I mean, these are this is some people's number one draft pick, and yeah. they banked on him. They probably don't have the best running backs if you selected Michael Thomas. You, yeah. I don't know, man. It's, it sucks for Michael Thomas. It's great for the everyone else around him, you know, to get opportunity, get the ball more. But for sure. Yeah, it definitely sucks if you have Michael Thomas on your team. It also sucks that it was in garbage time. I mean, you never want your player to get injured in garbage time. Yeah. But uh, the thing that worries me the most is that it says several weeks. I mean, that could mean anything. <laughs> several weeks could be two or three. Yeah. Could be it, three it really or depends, six. Depends on him how he heals and how he if he wants to pay through the uh, play through the pain. Um, yeah, yeah, man. It's not good. Don't panic if you're a Michael Thomas owner, but see if you can trade him high. See if anyone out there is willing to trade for good value. Uh, Le'Veon Bell. Um, we were not high on him, but this doesn't help. He has a hamstring injury and has been placed on IR. We'll miss three weeks. Um, yeah. Not good. Not good for a Bell. <laughs> not good. Le'Ve- look, Le'Veon Bell is just not that guy that he was. Uh, we all, I think we all wish that he was that guy still like he was in the Steelers, but he's just getting injured. He is not running like he used to. Um, I mean, it's just yeah. really unlucky for Le'Veon Bell. And if Le'Veon Bell owners now, I mean, do you go to Josh Adams, Frank Gore? Oh, I don't know. Um, I'm steering clear of that backfield, but yeah. it definitely sucks if you're a Bell owner. I mean, what do you do now? His value was already low. It's not high at all. I mean, tough, tough position to be in. Yeah. Um, Allen Robinson, A-Rob. Uh, this is an interesting storyline. There's been a lot of talk today uh it's been going around the league this week lots of beef with chicago apparently he's unhappy he you know wants to be valued as a wide receiver that he is all these people are getting paid um and it was reported that he asked for a trade and then it was reported by his agent that he didn't ask for a trade um (laughs) does this worry you it's a he said she said yeah he said she said does it worry me worry me I don't know. It, it worries me if, depending, if he really wants to get traded, and if he does get traded, where would he go? If he's going, yeah. is he really going on a stack team? Is he not going? Is he going on a team that is even worse than the team that he's on now? Um, if he were to get traded, yeah. But I mean, if he goes out there and continues to prove that he's a good receiver, then maybe the Bears will sign him and give him that extension that he, sure. he wants. You know. I saw a tweet from Adam Rank today, and he said, Allen Robinson is a top five wide receiver. Sign him to an extension at Chicago Bears. He is a fantastic talent, but he is not a top five wide receiver. (laughs) You should not be paying. Like, honestly, should the Bears be paying top five wide receiver money for Allen Robinson? Uh, I mean, they don't have anyone really talented on their team. I'm I'm pretty sure they have the he's money. He's definitely he's <laughs> definitely their most talented like offensive position positional yeah, player. For sure. But um, I don't know. I don't know. Yep, on to Mohamed Sanu, not really big news unless you like the guy. <laughs> he signs a one-year deal. I mean, we like him, but not in fantasy. He signs a one-year deal with San Francisco. Um you're not really doing anything with this news, are you? No. Um their run first team, Mohamed Sanu is not somebody I'm picking up at all. I think he is a good pickup for San Fran. Yeah. Yeah. Um, on to the next one. All good. Marlon Mack. Terrible news for Marlon Mack. Mm-hmm. He is out for the season. Um, yeah. I think he tore his Achilles. He's pretty out there. He's he's out for the year. Um. That sucks for the Marlon Mack owners, but great for Jonathan, Jonathan Taylor and Naeem Hines. Yeah, um, yeah. I you, mean, man, we're gonna talk about this a little bit later in the episode. We're gonna talk a lot about Hines and Taylor. Stay tuned. But obviously, heartbreaking for Marlon Mack. He looked so good 
before he got injured. Yeah. Um, you know, they said they brought in Taylor to basically give Mac a rest. And I actually believe them, you know, based off Mac's performance. Obviously, it sucks that he's injured, but um, we're going to talk a lot about those two players, Hines and Taylor, later. James Conner, um, high ankle sprain, but is believed... Everyone's getting a high ankle sprain. Yep. Um, <laughs> everyone. Uh, everyone, but it's believed that he's going to return very soon. There's more testing going on throughout the week. Um, is this surprising at all? I mean, I'm asking a rhetorical question because it's not, but... <laughs> No, I, I don't know. No, it's not. I mean, everyone, I think we said it last week or the, the last part of the pod before, if he can stay healthy. Um, that yeah, was the big question. That's the question. Yeah, that was a big question. And it, it's already proven that. I mean, he, I mean, it's a high angle sprain and it looks like he could be returning very soon. But then again, I mean, you probably drafted him in the third. Yeah. Um, Maybe fourth round if he got that low to you, in your league. But I mean... I, yeah. I mean, who who are you going to replace with him? Benny Snell. I mean, yeah, he's great, but we'll see what happens. Yep. Um, Benny Snell looked nice. Look at our waiver wires, uh, our waiver wire targets on our Instagram page. He's on there. Yeah. Uh, Philip Lindsay. I don't want to talk about this too much. Had turf toe. He's day to day. I don't think anyone was starting Philip Lindsay except for someone in one of our leagues. <laughs> I don't know why he did. Um yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, don't I, guess, know. I guess this helps Melvin, right? Like, it yeah, does. for sure, for sure. This helps Melvin. Melvin looked good too. I think he he was running really hard. He definitely had that yeah. fumble. Um, but Melvin Gordon looked good, and he got a touch. I think he punched it in for a touchdown as well. Yeah, but Melvin Gordon could be somebody that can really skyrocket in um in fantasy right if now. If Philip is out for a while, yes. Uh, if not, I don't know that I want Melvin on my team still. Yeah. Um. On to Debo, heartbreaking news. He's placed on the IR, and that means that he will miss at least three games. Yeah. Um, I'm not surprised by this. The kind of foot injury that he had, we've seen in players before, and it it's you can't you can predict how it will heal, but a foot injury is so hard to yeah. deal with for a football player. Um, I personally like. I think you can hold on to him. I don't think it's crazy to say that you could drop him. That's, I mean, that's just me. No, uh, absolutely. Like, if I had Debo on my team right now, I'm dropping him. Um, this is not somebody that I am wanting to keep. I think, especially in the waiver wise right now with all these receivers, you can get a Corey Davis right now. Like I said, waiver wise, check it out on Instagram. Yeah. A Corey Davis, uh, Paris Campbell. It really depends if they're still available in your league. You just have to see who's available. Yeah. For sure. And I mean, those three games, one, a player that you picked off the waiver could have popped off and you could trade them and pick up Debo again um, if you actually believe in him. But another 49er, George Kittle. George Kittle owners were not happy no. starting George Kittle this week. Obviously had a little bit of an injury, but he did not give you the fantasy performance that you were hoping for. Um, yeah. I, I, I think he's going to play. Like Kittle's the kind of guy... He played through so many injuries last year. Yeah, I think so as well. I think he's going to play. I think I think so as well. I think the only way he doesn't play is if he if the team or you know, the coach just says, you know, we don't want to risk it. We don't want to risk yeah. it. Is there's too much value in him? Um well, yeah, they they definitely paid the boy. Yeah, I th- money. I think that if he does play, he could be a decoy. George Kittle could be a decoy for... Yeah, for, that's what we saw really in Mike Evans, except for that one touchdown this last yeah, year. Yeah, exactly. Which, so, By the way, we predicted that was going to happen. <laughs> yep. Yep. On to Thursday night football matchups. It's so nice every week now to look forward to Thursday, Sunday, Thursday. Monday. <laughs> I mean... It's pump. Every day is fun now. Yeah, every day is fun. Honestly, we were going weeks without... Months without football. Now we just go three days essentially it felt like football. decades honestly it felt so long but um uh, yeah yeah Bengals Bengals at browns, at browns. <laughs> yeah let's talk about it yeah, over under is 43.5 um i'm taking the under i think how do you feel about it I've, i i i think i might take the over i think i think this could be a high scoring game surprisingly they both of these teams that is struggled to score um last week 
I think that they're gonna just gonna shoot it out. I think they're gonna do everything in their power to score as many points as they can. Is this a situation where it's like both of these teams are really average, so the offense could do well for both? Yeah, <laughs> is that, exactly. Is that how you're looking exactly. at it? Yeah, that's okay. how I'm looking at it. So, um, yeah. Yeah, so let's talk Bengals. Take us through this Bengals team. What players are you looking, uh, you know, to start? Who are you watching? Uh, let's talk about it. Yeah, um, on the Bengals side of the ball, I am first guy off the top of thing for me would have to be Tyler Boyd. He was a bit quiet in Week One. He has seven point yeah. three fantasy points. This is PPR we're talking about. He was targeted. Um, he caught four or five targets. I think mm. he is going to be a lot better this in this game. Obviously, they're playing the Browns. And um, I would definitely start him if I were if I were you guys, if I had him on my team. You know, you probably drafted him maybe in the seventh or eighth round. I think he's somebody that he can start and that you should start. Um, maybe, start him as maybe, a flex. Yeah, no, Obviously, exactly. you know, if you flex. have better options, don't start him. But he's a, he's a good good flex play. Yeah, a good flex play for this week. Um, but somebody that I am starting for sure that is back is Adriel Jeremiah Green. I, Oof. I I love him. He is back. He looks great. He that was so fun just to watch him play. Like yeah. that was that was so nice. He was big just to he, see him be he's himself, big, brother. Like he's back. He's better. He's back stronger. Um, yeah. back, back stronger. He's back stronger. He has um. He played really physical. He had ten point ten fantasy points. Um, he was targeted nine times. He only caught five of those. But look, if you get targeted nine nine times, he's already beat Tyler. That's Boyd. big. Yeah, he beat Tyler, yeah. Tyler Boyd in, in targets already with Joe Burrow, but I think I think what was clear here is that AJ is the wide receiver one. Yeah, I don't think there's a question about no that. no question, no question about that. He is definitely still wide receiver one. Um, he almost had that touchdown at the end. Obviously, it was oh. um, offensive pi, but um, yeah, if if he had that AJ is actually a he, he's a player we're actually going to talk about in this trade target um, segment for you here. So. Yeah. Stay listening because we're going to talk about him a bit more. I don't want to give too much away. Um, but let's go on to Joe Moneybag Mixon. Uh, like, I don't know. <laughs> I, look, What happened week one? The week one, I don't know. I think Joe, he just had a bad game. Uh, he had a lot of carries. He had 19, I think he had 19 carries, 69 yards, if I'm not mistaken. He was targeted twice. Um, 6.10 fantasy points. I think he will bounce back. I think he is somebody that, you know, you drafted pop in either first or second. So this is somebody that yeah. you, you have to start. You know, you have to start. That Joe. hurts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It hurts when like play. I mean, was is, does Elijah in our league? I think Elijah in our league. Yeah. He has, him. The fantasy he has him in our league. He's got him and Eckler. Both played really under what people expected. But look for him to bounce back for sure. He's going to be a great player rest of the year. Let's talk about the Browns quickly. I don't want to spend too much time, but um, Baker Mayfield, look, just don't start him. I don't want to talk about it. He's terrible. He's, he's in more commercials now than he was last year, somehow. Um, still not producing. And no. uh, I don't know. I mean, it's just, it's hard. It's it's never easy to watch the Browns play. <laughs> it always hurts. Um, OBJ. You look for a bounce back with OBJ this game? Absolutely. I think OBJ will bounce back. I think he... I mean, he was targeted 10 times last game. He just dropped okay. all these passes. He had. He only caught three. He would definitely He would definitely be catching more than three passes in, in a whole game next week yeah. on Thursday. So I definitely. think he'll bounce back. He definitely caught, uh, he caught more Twitter mentions than targets <laughs> this for last sure. week. Uh, Nick Chubb. I know you're worried about Chubb. But stay tuned because Chubb is actually in my trade fours this week. Yeah. But why are you worried about Chubb? Reason I'm worried about Chubb is Kareem Hunt. Okay. That's why. I think Kareem Hunt played significantly better than him. Obviously, they were down a lot in at the bank. But yeah. I, they split carries and Kareem had more of the third downs um, on the right. field. So... I, I just think Kareem Hunt could be taking a lot of touches away from Nick Chubb. And you probably drafted Nick Chubb in the first. And Hunt, you probably got him fourth, fifth, something like that. I don't know. Maybe later. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not really sure. Yeah. But. I mean, that's fair. Yeah. I I feel like, you know, I, I think game script was a big part of last week. So it will be interesting to see going forward. Um, 
we're moving on. We're going to talk to you about our fantasy league, the fellowship of the fantasy ring. Uh, we've been introducing you to our league, um, you know, in a couple of our podcasts. If you haven't had a chance to get to know them on our Instagram profile, there is a little highlight that uh, shows the owners of our league, you know, and also we talk about them in our first and second um, podcast. But we're going to tell you a little update from our league. Um, lots, lots of interesting stuff happened this week. Uh <laughs> I don't. I mean, who was the highest scorer this week? <laughs> this feels this feels like so condescending. Honestly, it, it was me <laughs> it was every time. I mean, first round draft pick, the highest scoring. Yeah. I mean, what else? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I I don't know. It's weird because like it's me and I'm talking about myself. My team did really well. I mean, that's just the reality. Like my my team did really really well. Uh, oh, I had man. Russell Wilson, which. I didn't actually want, but I got him in a trade and worked out really well. Obviously had CMC and Calvin Ridley popped off, went crazy. Um, the battle of the commissions of the commissions, the co-commissioners, <laughs> myself and Sam Green. Sam put up a lot of points, a lot of points. Yeah. Um, but sometimes, sometimes you just lose, you know? Yeah. yeah it just happens sometimes. Yeah. Every year. Uh, it, lowest, lowest guys. score in the week. Who who was the lowest score? Lowest score, I mean, this is no surprise, everyone. It's it, it was Brandon <laughs> Baca. Um, he lost to Joe, and great guy, <laughs> great guy. Um, let me tell you, no, something. genuinely, genuinely is a great guy. Yeah, I, mean, I know. Just absolutely, feel bad yeah. every time we talk trash about the guys. <laughs> I texted him earlier trying to trade. You know, I wanted to see if he needed some help. But um, but I anyway, talking about trades, I actually did trade for Dalvin Cook, and and there was a lot of other pieces in this trade. I traded for I wanted Dalvin. I got Dalvin Cook in exchange. He got Raheem Mostert. Obviously, there's other pieces in there. But let me tell you what Baca did yeah. though. Right. This he, is this hurt. This hurts. He did not start Raheem Mostert, and this was, this was what he wanted in this trade. He he wanted Raheem Mostert, and he ended up not starting him. He started Steven Sims. <laughs> Steven Sims on the Washington football team over Raheem Mostert. Raheem Mostert, yeah, had twenty five points. Yeah. So here's the thing. Um, you know, obviously Baca, if you're listening. I actually love Baca because we we talked about him a bit on our last pod and he sent me a text or he actually called me and he's like, dude, I love the feedback. I'm new to this. I really want to get better. That's the kind of attitude you have to have. You know, you, you just have to get better. Yeah. Uh, if you're trading Cook and a big part of that package is to get Mostert back, you have to start Mostert. Um, right. Baca said he was going off the numbers instead of his heart. I don't know what numbers you're looking at let's talk send me a text um because i think most people would tell you moster was projected for more points than steven sims i love steven sims he's on my favorite team but there's not a world where i'm starting steven sims over (laughs) moster no way not in week one we had no idea what steven sims was was going to do week one and raheem moster he was he was a featured back a little bit last year so I mean, you have to start him, but I mean, you have to, we learn, we, he's learning, he's learning. So that's good. Yeah. Very good. Um, we posted an Instagram TV story with week one recap from our league. Some of the guys kind of give their reactions. We're going to play it for you now. If you are watching on YouTube, you'll be able to see. And obviously if you're listening on any podcast platform, you'll be able to hear it. But let's hear from some of the guys on how they felt about week one. Yo, what's up, boys? What's up, guys? This is Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. All right, it's Roger checking in here. How's it going? Team name pending over here. What's going on, Fantasyland Football? Luke here, just checking in after week one. Good to be back on the pod. Week one is done. Need something more from Michael uh, Thomas this week. Alvin Kamara went off. I was matched up with uh, Jordan Westfield this week. Sad loss, but uh, Durant Adams just popped off, and um, not much you can really do about that. I lost my matchup, unfortunately, to Steve. Fair play to him. Mark Andrews and Julio Jones <laughs> all went off. The Kokomish beat the other Kokomish. I lost by 1.18 points, so... Uh. Kind of sucks right now. Sometimes you can do everything right and still lose. You know, we put up a lot of points. Pretty happy with how Juju and 
Robert Woods went. Upside was the Jonathan Taylor situation. Love seeing the carries he got and the even the targets he got at receiver. We'll definitely be looking to trade some pieces. Happy with my quarterback Lamar. He carried the team. Debo, please come back. Hurry, we need Classic. you. Gonna be making some moves. Thielen as well was huge for me. So Le'Veon Bell crapped the bed to be expected. Don't even know why I traded for him. Feeling confident for the next week? It was a good week, but uh, tough loss. Still feel confident, gonna get that win in week two. Looking forward to next week. Don't count me out yet. See you there. I love it, I love it. Um, How good. <laughs> man, hey, if, if you wanna watch uh, the guys actually, you know, instead of just hear them on the pod, head to our, our, our Instagram page. You'll be able to see that on our Instagram TV. But um, man, I love these guys. I actually love being in the league with them. Um, you know, obviously some people underperformed and, um, some people overperformed. Yeah. One thing that I want to highlight is what Sam said. He said, sometimes you can do everything right and still lose. Yeah, absolutely. And it's just, it's true. Like that's, that's fantasy. It hurts so much, but yeah. sometimes that's what happens, right? It's the, it's the game that brings you the most joy and the most frustration, really, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I think um, we what we have to keep in mind is that every week is a is a new week, and there's always going to be somebody new that's going to take off, and it's a it's a fresh start. So, like if if you had a Michael Thomas, obviously he's injured, but I mean, if he wasn't injured, we would still start him with confidence and we would be expecting him yeah. to be going off. So don't expect th these guys that you drafted really high in your draft to not be producing what they should be. Yeah. You know, what they really should be producing week to week. They will produce yeah. that in week two. Just have to be a little bit patient. I understand you want to start yeah. off strong, but it's all right. Yeah, let's go through the league rankings really quick. The Fellowship of the Fantasy Ring. Here's how the rankings look after week one. I want to be super clear. Uh, I didn't put myself at the top because I wanted to put myself at the top. This is just how the rankings go. If you you know win and you have the most points, that's how it goes. Yeah. Uh, Joe was was uh, <laughs> trying to put me on blast on IG. Um, anyway, I am in first. We second. We've got Steve. Third, Wesley. Four, Badaki, your boy. Yeah. Uh, five. We've got Joe. Six. We've got JB. These are all the guys who have won this week. Yeah, absolutely. And the guys who lost this week, Sam, Luke at eight, nine is Ilioi, 10 is Burnsy, 11 is Bricks, and 12 is Baca. Um, no disrespect, but I don't think the bottom two surprise us. <laughs> nah, if you if you want to have a visual representation of this, go to our IG. Um, yeah, this does not surprise us that Bricks and Baca in the bottom, but it's still week one. It's still good. They still have time yeah. to make the, the right moves to get their team you know, stronger yeah. on a winning, on a winning streak. Definitely. Um, yeah. Follow along throughout this year. We're going to give you updates from our league each week, but let's go into our next segment sec segment. Help me Lord. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk trade targets and I want to say something quickly. Um, okay. There's, there's this thing that always happens every fantasy year after week one. It's just classic overreactions. Yeah. Um, if you're listening to the Fantasyland Football Podcast, then you're not going to fall into this trap of the classic overreactions because we're going to tell you. Um, do not overreact, okay? You know, let's say, for example, the Titans. A.J. Brown didn't have the best game. And Corey Davis had a really great game. <laughs> A.J. Brown is a wide receiver one, Okay. Someone in our league, I will name names, Elijah Burns, told me <laughs> that Davis is the number one wide receiver there, okay? Um, this is a classic overreaction. There's been a lot of overreactions. Don't overreact on Michael Thomas. Don't overreact on the players who did really well who probably won't. Sammy Watkins is not going to finish a top 15 wide receiver. No. Um, we just want you to be aware. When you go into the you know trade market this week, don't overreact to trades. No. You know, stay cool, keep a calm head. But what you want to do is find the people who will panic. Mike Evans, for example. That's right. Grab Mike Evans. Take right? advantage. Michael Thomas. If you can find a cheap offer, grab Michael Thomas. You want to find the people who are panicking. And honestly, 
take advantage of them. Like we said, like <laughs> trades, no one's trying to help anyone. Okay. Um, anyway, I just wanted to say that, but let's get into trade targets. Me and Badaki, we're going to give you two each trade four and trade away. Badaki, start us off with trade four. Yeah, trade four. I think we spoke about him a little bit earlier, but Adriel Jeremiah Green, he as he's playing the Cleveland Browns next week on Thursday night. I would be trading him back, trading for him. Actually, I want to trade for him. He is back. Adriel Jeremiah Green is back. He is looking great. He's looking physical. Yes, he got ten point ten fantasy points. Maybe not enough for some people, but he did get the PI offensive pass interference. Um, he should yeah. have had a touchdown, and then everyone will be raving about him. But for yeah. me, Adriel Jeremiah Green is somebody that I am trading for. Yep. Unfortunately, AJ got caught in one of those plays where the refs decide to do too much. He yep. should have had that touchdown. Like, at the end of the day, he should have had that touchdown. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And also, they played a great defense. Like, I think the Chargers might have the best secondary in the league. Obviously, James is out, so it's questionable, but... No, I love this pick. I love AJ. I 100% agree. I back that. We're both on the same page there. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give you my first. My first is Jared Cook. Okay? <laughs> Jared Cook. And I want to... I was not high on Jared coming in. Okay? And I want to admit that. You know, I, I liked Jared. I thought he was a decent guy to get in late rounds. But... Here's what you have to do as, as you know, when you talk about fantasy, when you analyze fantasy, you have to take the information you know and make the best educated guess possible, right? Right. Jared Cook did really well on Sunday. And I think I wouldn't have him in my trade for if Michael Thomas didn't get injured. But let me explain this, okay? You know, enough talk, Zach. Let's talk about it, right? <laughs> okay. Why do you want Jared Cook? Why do you want to trade for him? One, Michael Thomas is injured. And for me, se- several weeks, by the way, we don't know what that means. Several yeah. weeks. For me, I feel like Jared Cook is going to benefit more than anyone else in this offense. He's going to benefit more than Sanders. He's going to benefit more than Kamara. I think he's going to be seeing at least eight to 10 targets a week while Michael Thomas is out. I think you can get him number two. I think you can get him on, you know, relatively affordable price. I don't think he's going to be too expensive and he will be a lock in starter for you every week. Um, and you're saying, well, Zach, obviously Michael Thomas is going to be back. Your whole <laughs> argument is based on Michael Thomas being gone. Yes, that's true. But here's what you do, right? Michael Thomas comes back. Okay, well, Jared Cook had three to five amazing games. So what do you do? You trade him away. You trade him high. As soon as Michael Thomas comes back, I promise you that week, Jared Cook is going to be my trade away target. Um, This is what you have to do. You have to take advantage of the knowledge that you know. Go out there, put an offer out for Jared Cook. Um, See what you can get for him because people might not rate him too high. Uh, and it could be a big, big payoff for you. My first guy, Jared Cook. That's right. A classic, you know, buy low, sell high scenario for Jared Cook. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what you want to do. I definitely agree. Yeah. And someone says the same for me with my guy, Austin Eckler. This is somebody that you want to buy low and you can either sell high because, right, you can you could buy him low, period. We know that he didn't do well week one. Yeah. You know, he didn't really go off. He was kind of like a Joe Mixon type field, 9.7. 9.7 fantasy points. But look, I I want to I want to encourage you because this is what the head coach for the Chargers said Anthony Lynn. He said encourage me. Yeah, it's still a priority to get Eckler some touches. Okay. And I I think that's great. And I think this offense, you know, they played they played against Cincy, maybe Cincy has a little bit of a better offense defense that they they had. That we expected. Yeah, them maybe to. we didn't know Cincinnati had a better defense. Yeah, uh, so it's all one week. Yeah, but it's all I, one I see week. Where you're going? Exactly. So I'm looking to see Eckler get more involved in this offense. I understand Joshua Kelly had the, those goal line touches, but they're going to put Eckler first. Eckler is the guy. Yeah. You know, they got rid of Melvin Gordon for Eckler because Eckler outshined. And they paid him. Yeah, and they paid him. So he outshined. So they're going to be giving 
Austin Eckler the ball. Get him on the low right now. I love it. I love his matchup this week against Kansas City. Um, the receiving type backs against Kansas City, I I, I would always love to start. So yeah. I, I'm down with it. My last guy is probably questionable because Badaki probably doesn't agree with me <laughs> after what we talked about today. Um, but my last trade for target, trade for Nick Chubb. <clears throat> okay? Nick Chubb. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Yeah. He um, only had 5.6 fantasy points. Okay. Which like that's, that sucks. There's, there's no way to get around it. That sucks. He had a fumble. He didn't have the best game. And you're probably thinking, well, it's, it was a 50, 50 split. Like why would I not be trading for cream hunt? Right. Let me tell you why. Okay. Cream hunt is probably going to be more as, as far as a value perspective, he's going to cost you more to trade for right now than what Nick Chubb will. Okay. For me, you need to find someone. Like we said, it's not you because you're listening to this podcast, but you need to find someone who is freaking out in your league and send <laughs> them a low ball offer for Nick Chubb. Start the conversation. I think that game was heavily dependent on game script. And I think, obviously, when you're playing the Baltimore Ravens, you're going to be down. You're not going to be able to run the ball the way that you want to. I think it was game trip, game script, excuse me. And I think he still 100% will finish as a top 15 running back. So look to trade for him. That's how I feel. I know you don't agree, Badaki. Do you? No, I don't agree. Um, I don't know, man. <clears throat> Sorry. I, I don't know. I don't think somebody, I don't think Nick Chubb is somebody that I would want on my team, especially if he's splitting these carries. Um, I just had a thought. Raheem Mostert yeah. or Nick Chubb? Oh, that's a good one. Um, okay, here's the thing. I'm I would act, I'm going Chubb. And the reason is Mostert had one play last week that went for a catch, 75 yards and a touchdown. And you could say, yeah, like you can't talk about this because he's a talented guy. He's going to do that. But if you take that one play away, that that's almost that's more than half of his fantasy points for the whole day. Right. So we could be talking about Mostert having a bad day, you know, if that one play is gone. I like Chubb the rest of the year personally, um, but but had, I get I get the question. Raheem Raheem had more carries though, and he didn't, yeah he, he did. He, he was also it, in a much better of. game script. He was in a better game script, and yeah, you're right. That's those fair. running backs in 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 San Francisco were being used. All of them were being used. Um, but yeah, I mean, hey, you can take these conversations and make decisions you know, on, on what you feel from them. Yeah. Um, but let's talk, let's talk, uh, trade away targets. I'm going to give you my first one. These are people that we think you should trade away, trade high right now. For me, this is going to shock people, (laughs) but my first one is Chris Carson. And let me explain. Okay. He had technically a really good fantasy day on Sunday. Okay. He scored two touchdowns, um, but both of them were receiving touchdowns, and he's not really a receiving back. You can make the argument, well, Zach, he's going to be more in the passing game this year. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I, I don't think that's the case, okay? He scored, I think, two or three receiving touchdowns all last year. I, I, I don't think he's going to have another game again in his career, that, that might be harsh where he's going to have two <laughs> receiving whole touchdowns. career it's, it's, it's just not going to happen that's not who he is uh this is an outlier for me um let's look at his stats so you look at chris carson i think he had 24 25 fantasy points ppr this week you're thinking this dude probably got some carries probably got some good yards right nah he had six rushes 21 yards Six rushes. Okay. Carlos Hyde, seven rushes on the day. What did um what did we say in preseason? Pete Carroll said Carlos Hyde was gonna be a part of the game plan. Yeah. It looks like that is true. Yeah, it does. Look, I, I before you continue, I'm gonna just rebuttal. <clears throat> Excuse me. Okay. Um I have Chris Carson in a couple leagues. 
And I think that it's just one game. Yeah, you can sell him high. Yeah, he did get two touchdowns. Yeah, he only had six rushing yard or uh, six rushing attempts, twenty one rushing yards. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry. Um, I just don't. I think he will get a lot more. I think. Yeah. I think the matchup was against a very talented um, Atlanta offense. That's a high scoring game. We all expected yeah. that. So it was a shootout. They had to go back and forth. Um, yeah. I'm not sure who they play. Let me just look that up. I'm not sure who they play okay. next week. Well, let, but, um, let me give you an example. They play. They play the Patriots. By the way, I just I just got it. They play the Patriots. Trade trade him away. <laughs> trade him away. He, his value will not be higher next week. I I promise you, it will not be higher next week. I don't think. He, um, I don't, yeah, I don't think he will score oh. twenty one or twenty five points. I think he'll definitely get around the 15, 15 range. Yeah, that's what okay. I'm expecting. I feel I feel he's a trade away target for me. I mean, Russ. It looks like they're finally letting him actually cook. Like they're actually letting him yeah. be the type of guy who just slings the ball around. Um, for me, I am looking to trade away Chris Carson. Let me give you an example. One of our trade four targets was Austin Eckler. If you told me, would you rather have Austin Eckler or Chris Carson? I mean, maybe you're like, this is obvious, but this is a trade that's probably going to happen in a lot of leagues. Yeah, absolutely. I want Austin Eckler. I, and it's not, a, it's not a question for me. I want Austin Eckler. So you got to take this information, however you want to use <laughs> it, you make want. a decision, and, and you know, go forward. It's just, uh, just how we feel. But um, that's all right. Who's your, who's your first trade-away target, yeah. Padaki? Look, my trade-away target, I mean has to be somebody on the bills <laughs> the guys on the bills look who who you think is the is the leading rusher on the bills right now okay you have three um, options i <laughs> i feel like this is a trap question so give me the options go ahead you have devin singletary zach moss mm-hmm. josh allen mm-hmm. josh allen josh allen josh allen is a leading rusher in Buffalo, out of the two backs, out of Devin Singletary and Zach Moss, I'm just going to give you a stat. Devin Singletary, uh, Devin Singletary and Zach Moss both combined for 18 rushes, uh, 18 rushes total, their attempts. Okay. They combined for 41 yards. yards. Oh, that's not good. Josh Allen had four less rushing yards. He had 14 rushing yards or 14 rushing attempts, and he had 57 rushing yards. Dang. Look, I'm staying away from the Buffalo backfield. I don't think that they're going to be doing anything positive there. You know? Can I ask a question? So does that mean I may miss this? Josh Allen had 14 rushing attempts. Is that yeah, right? Yeah, 14 rushing attempts. That's insane. That's crazy. <laughs> um, it's clear that okay. he's a number one back there. <laughs> yeah, he's the best running back, right? Yeah, I mean, clearly. even on the goal line, I feel like... <clears throat> He's the guy, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I would be just purely off of their performance. Singletary and Zach Moss both had over the 10-point threshold. I would personally be selling them high right now. Maybe yeah. you can get, I don't know, maybe you can get a Leonard Fournette from one of these guys, and maybe you can put Leonard Fournette on your bench if you like Leonard Fournette as an example. Um, maybe Leonard Fournette will produce a, a, lo- a lot more throughout the year. But that's- I'm not going to lie to you. I would rather have Devin Singletary than Leonard Fournette I, I would after per- watching that Tampa Bay game. Yeah. I mean, after the Tampa Bay game, yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I still think Leonard Fournette is going to have more touches. They got him into They're going to keep going, um, giving the ball to him. But anyways, that's just, just an example. Take that as you will. But I would stay yeah. away from the Buffalo backfield. Yeah, I love it. Uh, and I, I agree. I, I, I'm, I'm on board there. My second trade-away target... If you're into fantasy, I don't think this is a surprise. Um, but it's it's Aaron Rodgers had an amazing fantasy game this week. Like, amazing. Popped off through four touchdowns. Um, but I'm not surprised by it. Like, I, I think you're going to get three to four games where Aaron Rodgers goes crazy. And the rest of the games, he's going to be just average. And if we're judging off of 2019, I have a really good stat to prove that, okay? You play 16 games a year, okay? (laughs) In the last, you know, last year, all of last year, 
four games, Aaron Rodgers had a boom game, scored more than 30 points. Let's look at the 12 games, you know, that he didn't boom. Right. If you add those 12 games all together, and obviously you divide them by 12, quick maths, (laughs) you would get an average of 15.53 fantasy points. That's the kind of day you should probably expect from Aaron Rodgers 12 times this year. For me, that's too streaky to rely on. I don't want to rely on, you know, Aaron Rodgers one week I get 9 points, the next week I get 20, the next week I get 12, and then 3 weeks later I get, you know, 35. I am looking right now to trade him as high as I can. Add him into these trade packages to kind of like tilt the trade in your favor. I don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to keep this up at all. Last year, the Packers, they changed their entire offensive game plan, and it worked for the most part. I think they will go back to that. Obviously, they saw something terrible in this Vikings defense, uh, and they exploited it. But for me, Aaron Rodgers is a trade-high right now target. Trade him away. Get as much value as you can. Because next week, I don't think he's going to have anywhere near close to a game like this. Who, for Aaron Rodgers, if you were to be trading for somebody, who are who do you want to trade for? Like, uh, are you trading a, are you trading Aaron Rodgers for like a Garden Minshew because he's on a bad offense no. and he has to keep throwing, or like, are you trading him for, um, a Cam Newton maybe? Yes. 1,000% yes. If you can get Cam Newton instead of Aaron Rodgers, do it now. Like, don't even think about it. Just do it. Um, Another example, I mean, I feel like no one would do this, but let's say someone's a Packers fan. Try and grab Josh Allen and give them Aaron Rodgers. These are just examples. You know, you got to use this information how you like. But for me, he's a clear trade-away target. Absolutely. Um. Good insight there. For me, my guy, my next guy is TJ Hawkinson. He had 16.6 fantasy points week one. Look, you have to sell him. You have to sell him. Obviously, Kenny Galladay was out. Obviously, um, you know, he just got the ball more. And he had this uh, in a, probably close to an identical performance last year. I think he had another touchdown and a couple more yards or something like that last year in week one. I don't expect him to be doing this every week. I don't expect him to be getting uh, uh, what he had, uh, 60 yards and a touchdown, 16 fantasy points. No, I'm expecting him to get five to seven fantasy points a game. This is a guy that I am trading and selling high right now to get some, maybe some depth on my team. Maybe, you know, somebody that you, you believe more in. Um, a little bit more in than TJ Hawkinson. He was a great streamer for week one, but I am not. This is somebody that I'm not keeping on my team. Let me ask you a question. Noah Fant or TJ Hawk? Oh, that that's easy for me. Definitely has to be Noah Fant. Okay. Well, there you go. Use that information how you like. I like the <laughs> trade away. Um, we're going to give you a bonus here. These are risk taker trades. Okay. We like personally to take risks in our leagues. If we see trends that we want to exploit, we like to take risks. Um, Some people like to play it safe. Others like to take risks. And for us, we're going to give you one bonus. That name is Naeem Hines. Wow. Badaki, why are we telling people to take a risk on Naeem Hines? Naeem Hines, I know they got Jonathan Taylor's on the team. Understandable. Marlon Mack's on the team. Understandable. I think that Naeem Hines, Mar- oh, sorry, Marlon Mack is out. Before I say anything, yeah. Marlon Mack is out for the rest of the year. So you, yeah. there's two options, Jonathan Taylor, Naeem Hines. I think Naeem Hines is going to be that guy. He was clearly used in that offense um, when Marlon Mack went out. Obviously, you're probably asking, what about Jonathan Taylor? He's there too. Right. They, you're, you're probably going to split carries. You know, They're going to be splitting carries. But as a, Hines, wise, as a wise woman once said, Por qué los dos? Por qué no los dos? I think Naeem Hines is going to be the third down back. He's going to be catching the balls 
in the end zone. He's going to be that. He could. He's not. He won't be the goal line back, but he'll definitely be that guy on third down. He can get those PPR points for you. I, yeah. I would be taking Naeem Hines personally. Yeah, I I love it. I I mean I I've got Hines in a, in one league, um, and I'm happy. I think, you know, he's been dubbed the Austin Eckler of this year, with yeah. Philip Rivers at quarterback. I don't think it's crazy to say that. And let me ask you a question, actually, if we're talking crazy. Is it crazy to say Naeem Hines can finish higher than Jonathan Taylor this year? No. PPR PPR league. No, I don't, I don't think so. I think Naeem Hines has the opportunity. I think he's been with the team longer. He has the relationship with... Well, not really. He doesn't have it with Phillip anymore. With Philip Rivers, but he has yeah. he's been there. You know, he's been on that team longer. Um, but then again, he's established. I, he's got the passing game. Yeah. Then again, I mean, they didn't just they didn't bring Jonathan Taylor in for nothing. So, yeah, I don't know. Man. Here's the thing, right? His stat line week one, which is he's going to be a part of the offense. It's not like he was. Now he's a part of the offense. He was already going to be a part of the offense. Yeah. He got eight receptions, forty five yards, and one touchdown. That's just receiving. That's a like if if you had your, you know, wide receiver two put up those numbers, you're probably pretty happy. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then whatever you get from rushing is just a bonus. Um, obviously, Jonathan Taylor is is a safer guy to have, but we love taking risks. Um, but that is our risk taker. Yeah. Um, but hey, thank you so much for joining us um on this episode here episode six already getting into six episodes wow um so glad that you would take time out to join us uh hey like we said we have a tyreek hill giveaway that is on our instagram tyreek hill signed jersey from pristine auction head to our instagram to see how to enter um while you're there go ahead and give us a follow at fantasyland football you can follow us on twitter at fantasyland underscore fb uh, if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Pods, don't forget to review us. And of course, if you're on YouTube, hit that bell so you don't miss the next episode. Speaking of the next episode, we're going to give you start, sit, advice, and week two matchups. Week two. I'm pumped. Wow. I'm ready. I'm ready for week two already. I cannot wait. Um, it was a bit sad seeing Saquon and the Giants lose, but hoping for a bounce back. The New York football Giants. Rest in peace. Pour one out for your boy. <laughs> oh man Uh, hey thank you so much for watching and we will see you at the next one as always see you there see you there hey yeah you the one listening to this podcast You made a good decision today. Keep making those good decisions. You know what? Go ahead and do a little dance right now like no one's watching. Because you, you deserve it.